Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, here we go, it's the Copy Podcast. What is happening everyone, welcome back to the Copy Podcast to discuss uh, Liverpool's draw against Chelsea. Nil-nil unfortunately, but um, yeah, it's Mick and I'm joined by Christian once again. Christian, how's it going? Yeah, good, you you sound really sad there mate. (laughs) Right, I think I don't know if it's just uh, we've got this like we've got the the WhatsApp group now with with, with people in, and um, Gareth was like, uh, How do you get yourself up for pods? How do you? I don't, I, I don't know if it's that just that's just filtered into my brain now. I'm just like, How do I get myself up for these pods like, when Liverpool aren't that good? Obviously, it's easier when Liverpool are boss and winning games and battering people, yeah. But at the moment, it's not we're not in the best vein of form, but um, what. Well, yeah, it's just it's just a mad season, isn't it? This is so far. Yeah, but it needs to be done if we're gonna, you know, have a podcast going. We still have to do it in the bad times as well. Can't exactly. just only just enjoying the ride when it's going uh, well. <laughs> so we need to do it now as well. And yeah, I, I agree with you. It's not always like you look. It's not like always you're looking forward to do it. Like every most of the times, like nine out of ten, like I really enjoy it. But sometimes there's like okay, just like crack on. But you know. Like Jürgen said, even if we might not look at it that way, uh, the small steps to look, you know, uh, take with us from the Chelsea game and use as something going forward. So I will try to, you know, have that perspective from my end. <laughs> Be the <Yeah>. positive lad. <laughs> it's small, st- yeah. I think we've mentioned. I think I've said the word, the word small steps probably on the last, probably on the last seven podcasts, six or seven. Because yeah. I always think, oh yeah, let's get some small steps in there and then. <laughs> we've not been we've been making some very very large backward steps but um yeah i suppose if you look at it in in that way another another clean sheath um but even still just not really the same liverpool as 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 we know and love unfortunately due to quite a few things i think like tiago done a interview and he was kind of saying like last year was one of the best seasons he's ever had and he's won everything with bayern munich and stuff and Maybe is a bit more of a psychological thing this season because we we got so far in into the into the season last year, nearly won everything, and then still won two trophies. Amazing season, and now we're kind of maybe feeling the after effects of that. But yeah, let's talk about Chelsea then directly. Nil uh, nil. <laughs> I'm not even going to go through the league. I usually just go through the league table and like make us all feel depressed, but I won't do it this time. I won't put you through that pain, but. Um, just, I mean, we were talking about the lineups on the preview, and we were thinking 
same with field because Wolves was was good. We had energy and stuff, and um, it turned out that that's what Jurgen did. And I, I was actually not I, I won't say surprised, but I was like I was glad that he thought, you know what, these three lads deserve to be put back in again, and that was. That was nice to see. Um, Trent missed out as well. Milner started, and then um, Elliot started left wing. Gakpo up front, and and Salah. So there was a few few things like in terms of that where me and you were kind of discussing during the match why why we persisting with Elliot left wing where he looks very very out of position, and Gakpo as a striker just doesn't look like he's. I mean, it's it's not it's very harsh to judge him so far after what four games, but I mean his position's left wing, so. I think we were saying, yeah, put just put Harvey on the right, put Salah front, put Gakpo on the left, and 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 get as many players in the correct positions as as, as you can, I suppose. But in terms of la- lineup, were you were you happy when the lineup came in? Yeah, I thought it was good. Like uh, I think I mentioned that on the preview as well. Like I I wouldn't mind if Klopp went with the same starting eleven, except for obviously Salah coming in. Um, and I thought Trent was going to come in, but obviously it was talking about talks about him had a minor injury or I just yeah. felt something during the days and but he was on the bench and all that. So I was quite happy in terms of what we talked about ahead of the game that we needed to, you know, have this midfield with energy. And you know, against Wolves they showed that and I thought they deserved to have the chance against Chelsea, which is obviously not in the best form. Uh so it was not like we're gonna play like uh, a Arsenal or Man City. So I thought, you know, with the likes of Bicetic starting and Keita as well coming in uh, after his performance, I thought that was fair and I thought it was good as well. So I was looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, like you mentioned as well, I didn't like the Harvey Elliott on the left. And, you know, before the game, you're thinking, well, we'll see. But I, I you know, I, I think we all could tell after like five, ten minutes uh, uh, since the start that it didn't really work so I wanted that to swap like you mentioned I just wanted us to make sure that we had the right place in the right positions up front like you said as well so uh, apart from that I was quite happy um, with the starting 11 uh, because I thought yeah let's give them a chance yeah and then just in terms of the game um, was it three minutes in Kai Havertz gets a goal and you're like here we go again first goal conceded and yeah fucking yeah hell. R- ruled out, thankfully. Uh, I was on my way, I was watching it on my phone, on my way down to the, um, on my way down to Bristol, and I was just like, oh, "Fuck's sake, again!" Like <laughs> one nil down again. But yeah, thankfully ruled out. And y- really you know, lucky like, for us. It what? Yeah, and it's. I mean, that's why VAR's there, I suppose, to, to to make decisions like that. But it's just we don't seem to be learning from. Like, like we'll have one good game, and then we'll start really good from the off and then you think right well there's the not the full recipe to, to fix everything but there's a bit of it to kind of make sure that your start is as good as it can be but conceding yeah. conceding a goal that quickly obviously rolled out but it, it, it's still like we mentioned when we've got away with them in the, in the past this this season for VAR like it, it's a it's a psychological thing as well like it your heads go down a little bit more because you're like, oh, fucking hell, like if that wasn't rolled out, you, we've we've let one in again, like so early and within three minutes and it seems to happen a lot, like even after like half time, like we we can see quite early after the after the breaks, which is not what you want, but um, yeah, I mean, like you said, with the, with the midfield, I was happy, uh, Bacetic getting a chance, only 18 years old, so we've just got to, we've just got to try and take 
take positives as much as we can. I mean, it's, it is difficult when you're staring down the battle of another draw, but like I said, another clean sheet. <laughs> uh, still ninth in the table. It's just, it's not, it's not a, it's not a great time. And I think you can see that as well on, online when you, when you venture into, into Twitter and stuff and people are down the dumps and you can understand because, I mean, especially if you're like a newer fan and you, you, you've, I mean, start spawning Liverpool since Klopp came in then this, this level's not, nowhere near what we we, we expect and what, what, what we're capable of but hopefully um, I mean we're going to talk about fixtures coming up soon like with hopefully Jota and Van Dijk and Firmino back back very soon uh, that's that's something to look forward to in terms of getting getting key people back because I think having Gakpo as a striker I mean that's not his position but I think it's quite a lot of pressure on him especially Nunes was on the bench we knew Trent was on the bench, so we knew we have firepower, firepower coming off the bench. But Gakpo, I don't know. It's it, it's usually the clock way that someone comes in and they have a bit of time on the sidelines while they get used to our rhythm of play. But he hasn't had the opportunity to do that because we've had so many forward line injuries. So there's, exactly. there's stuff that we can look forward to, isn't it, in terms of players coming back and helping us out? Yeah, and I think it's fair to say, you know, with Gakpo, some supporters on Twitter and stuff like that, you know, you're slagging him off straight away, you know, saying he doesn't look like, he, he just looked like, you know, uh, average, good player, nothing special and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I, I, I can, you know, agree that he doesn't look that good at the moment. But, you know, the, like you mentioned as well, normally new players like the kind of Gakpo uh, get the chance to, you know, come in from the bench every now and then the first maybe, you know, months because we've seen that with Fabinho, we've seen it with Robertson in the past as well. We saw it with Thiago a bit as well. They get a chance to get to know the Liverpool way of playing and on the club and, you know, make sure that they settle quite nicely and slowly in the team without any pressure. But with the injuries, like you mentioned, like with the Diaz and Jota being out, yeah, then he, he will be thrown straight away, you know, straight away into it because we need him because um, we don't have anyone else really. And I'd rather just play Gakpo and let him try to get into the rhythm of the game and the and the team instead of playing Oxlade. Like, you know, nothing against Oxlade in that perspective like that, but it's still, you know, he's probably not going to be here next season, but Gakpo will. So I'd rather just try to make sure that he get the feeling that, you know, we trust him and he gets to play because of the injuries. But it, if it wasn't due to the injuries, he would he would sit on the bench and get this time. So I don't see why we need to, you know, slag him off after just four games and Yes, he hasn't been the best, but I just thought still like he's he had some shots and they were, you know, going wide and, you know, high above. But it's he still comes to positions and chances like we talked about Nunez, even if Nunez' chances is more clear and he just misses them, you know, really, really bad have done when he played. But, you know, he's still there. He tries. And that's what I like. And he's a new player. So just give him a little bit more time. You know, it's... Uh, He's still young. He will learn his trade as well. So I'm not. I'm not worried in that sense. So there's no point to give him a lot of shit on, on Twitter. But uh, you mentioned as well, like Thiago was saying, you know, it might be a psychological thing from last season. You mentioned that in the start there, and I think you know, like even in the. Uh, when we concede a goal like really early in a game that's the thing that's also a psychological thing like you mentioned because you do that and the nerves kicks in straight away yeah. uh, and it, it's not only uh, for the players on the pitch uh, 
is that also you know the people in the stands <laughs> like if if we continue to do that it will like be uh, the whole the whole place will be and just a nervous place like everyone will feel like oh, what we're doing and you know now we need to chase again so we need to start learn to actually you know defend properly from the start and not concede so early goals because it doesn't help anyone and we need to stop you know giving new players like Akpo uh, shit on social media because he hasn't played well the four first games because not everyone can be Luis Suarez or Fernando Torres and do it like straight away. Um, but yeah, um, by Setis, like you said as well, I thought he was good. I thought he played really well, mature on the ball. Then he picked up a yellow card and I was a little bit concerned about, okay, you know, he's, it's his debut. He might get a little bit too much energy here. So he might pick up another one if he comes in into a bad, you know, situation and he's, he's in the wrong position, he's a bit late or whatever. But I thought he played really really good even with the yellow card uh, so I was happy with his performance I was happy with the team performance in some ways as well because we were not good but like I said small steps you could see some signs of it, us trying more and actually trying to control the game more but there was nothing more than that really to be honest yeah I think just on like selection and like people on the bench and stuff I think it's uh, um, I mean it's a shame that Carvalho I don't know if he if he had an injury or something, it was a shame he wasn't um, on the bench because, like you said, with Oxley Chamberlain, he's got a he's played quite a few games recently. Didn't come off the bench for this one, but if he's if he's on his way, I would have liked to be honest to see Carvalho on the bench in his place and, and get someone to come on because I thought that against Wolves he done well closing down the spaces at the, on that left hand side. He was trying to get involved. Klopp was clearly happy with him because he was yeah giving him a lot of encouragement down that side. So. It was a shame we didn't get to see him, but it was nice to see in terms of like <laughs> positives. I mean, there's not much of the game we can we can we can speak about really. Um in terms of stats, we had we had three on target, they had two. We had five off target, they had six, and then possession was quite evenly matched. Um it was just one of those games like both not in a good place with injuries, but I think in terms of like they've got a new manager and stuff, they're trying to find a a new way forward and new players. Mudra came on for them, looked good. But I think for us, Nunes coming on, causing a bit of chaos. I think he was, he, it looked like he was kind of on the left and then Klopp was screaming at them to get, for Nunes to go up top. And then I think we, I think Nunes as the, as a striker, I feel like I, I agree with you, like what you've said in the past, like he needs to be the focal point, I think, for, for this team because the ball's in behind. There's always a, even if there's, even if the high press is on for, they're, they're at the opposition at high press and there's like Thiago Trent can easily find a ball over the top and if you get it into the right area for Darwin Nunes he's going to cause you problems and he's going to get on the end of stuff like he makes like there's times where he cuts stuff back across goal and you think it's going to go out of play but because he's so quick he can make things happen out of you can make bad balls into good balls is what I'm trying to say and I think it's um it's something that we need going forward and we've missed him and I think if we would have had him on the pitch for longer I think we might have we might have eventually scored, but I mean I don't know if that's me just being very optimistic. But I feel like him being back's great. Um, I, I just want to talk about Salah as well because I saw. Uh, I mean we've talked we talk about Twitter every every show, but I don't think Twitter's a good barometer to get gauge what people actually think. But I don't. I mean I don't think Salah's in the best form, but I just think that's a that's just the way. I mean he needs. In, in a way, if the team are doing well, I he, he kind of needs people around them to to be playing well as well. Like we, like Milner started the like the, it's usually the Trentendo Salah combination over that side, and it was obviously Milner catered and Salah for this game, so a lot different. Milner's not going to be able to give them passes into the 
in, into the same space as a, as a Trent can. Henderson does those overlapping runs or did in the past, and Cater's not going to give you that same energy. Cater wants to come inside a little bit more, so it was a bit different. And I think Salah's maybe been a bit a victim of what how we're not we're not performing at the moment. So, what are, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I think it goes you know goes both ways to be honest, because you know obviously Salah's not informed, but the whole team is not informed at the moment. So you know if he can help us as a team, if he's informed, you know, and just goes and actually scores like loads of goals because he's just good as a footballer, but obviously it doesn't help if he's out of form and the others are not informed. So it's just you know an issue at the moment. And I saw a funny tweet Saturday. Someone just wrote like, "Please give Salah's old contract back." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I see the funny part of that, but like, because when he, he wasn't paid as much as he is now, then he played better. It's more like he's now very comfortable. It's like, yeah, okay, I, I got that contract and now I'm I'm settled for forever, really, with, you know, money-wise. But, you know, it's just one of them where the whole team is not performing and it kind of, you know, um, affects players. And Salah is not like a player who who just carries a whole team on his shoulder. He needs, like you said, players around him to help him as well. Um, and I think the whole issue with Liverpool at the moment, as we mentioned so many times before, it's just a collective thing. And as Thiago actually came out and said, uh, which I like that he said, it's more of a psychology, um, more of that part of the game than actually being something physical, because I can totally understand that. I'm, I'm quite glad that he came out to say that, because it's, it feels like more like you can understand them. Like if they, if we can feel tired, like I mentioned before from last season as supporters, because it was like a hectic ride. It was brilliant, but it was, took loads of energy from us as well. I, I can, I can understand that. And if they come out and actually being honest and say, yeah, it's, you know, last season was like this, and we can still feel that. Well, that's fine. Like I understand it. Like it's fair. I, I know they are professional football players, but I'll be more like you're human. You can, you can say that you don't have to, you know, be behind closed door and not mention anything about it. I, I'm actually more happy if someone says it, that's, that's one of the big reasons to why this season might look like it, it does at the moment. And okay, fair, fair enough. So, yeah, but I think that's for everyone. And I think that's for Salah as well. Like it's, everyone looks like they don't have the same energy and, you know, one player can't just be uh, your savior every game. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I completely agree. It's it'll he'll hit the he'll hit the heights once again. It's just one of those we're got we're all going through a collective bad patch, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's easy just to put tweets like that going. Oh yeah, he's got a new contract now. He's that that's why he's fucking he doesn't care anymore or whatever. But yeah, I know. If, if, that's if, why if, I just laughed because I thought if he it was, was funny. But yeah. if he was scoring, like what would this be saying? Then? Oh, it's oh, it's because of the contract. He's 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 got a goal bonus in there, so he's having he's scoring more, so he gets more money. Like, exactly, give him a contract extension with more money. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I, I, I think the, the before the Afcon and then it was like Salah was amazing before Afcon and Amane wasn't, and then they kind of just switched. Like they came back, yeah. it was like annoying. Yeah, they, they both switched roles, and Mane was amazing. Salah just wasn't wasn't that good, but still, he's still still getting a position. He's still he's still scoring goals for us. Thankfully, he's still scoring goals. Uh, he's still getting the right positions. It's just he needs the space around him because I think at the minute as well. The way it was set up, like against Chelsea, like it's it was Salah, Gakpo, and Elliot. And if you if you tie down Mo Salah in that game, which Chelsea did quite well, then you you nullify most of Liverpool's threat, especially if Trent is on the pitch and Nunes is on the pitch. So it's like, well, we'll get we'll 
throw two on Salah every time. And if that if that works, then we we nullify Liverpool in majority. So that's it's it's an, we're an e- we're an easy team to play against at the minute, unfortunately. But I think, like you said, like there was some good things in there, like players getting a chance, Pachetic, Gomez playing again, Elliot getting a chance, albeit not probably in the best position for him. But there was there's some good bits in there. But I mean, I wasn't wasn't going to mention the table. But we might as well talk about it. Like so, currently ninth with ten points behind Man United. But they got beat yesterday by Arsenal by a, a nice little Eddie and Ketty goal. So they're fucking Arsenal flying fifty points out of nineteen. And yeah, so I mean, we we gained ground on top four. If you want to be fucking unbelievably positive, <laughs> we gained one point because United lost and, and we got a draw. So yeah, ten. We got a game can, in hand as well. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we can we yeah. can make that we can make that seven points, but. Um, I don't want to just keep saying, "Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get better. Um, it'll happen soon. The, the game will arrive." I just think it's going to be one of them seasons where we're just going to have to take the wins when we get them. We're probably not yeah. going to play that great, but I do think when we get Jota and Diaz back, we there's loads of energy and pace and goal scoring ability in those two, so that'll instantly exactly. improve us. So it's just a case of waiting for them to get back and hope certain players get better in the meantime as well, and then just looking forward. We have got Brighton on Sunday in the FA Cup. Um, so yeah, back mm. to back to Brighton again. Scene of the crime where we got absolutely <laughs> twatted everywhere. Uh, not yeah. not the best at all. And Klopp said it was the worst game he's seen for ages. So I imagine there'll be not 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 a vendetta against them, but like a, a, there's, there's a there's a bit of there's a bit of fire there to say like go and make make the Premier League result right in, in, in that game. Um so it's like a, it's a half one kickoff on Sunday. It's on ITV if you if you're in England or you the UK. Um so yeah, I mean that's I don't look forward to Liverpool games in the way that I always have. It's just like another game's coming, you're like, oh let's just hope Liverpool have got a good eleven out. They're gonna play some good footy. We might get through. And I think if, if I think if we get through that one the FA Cup can be like a little bit of a release for us, but I think I'm hope I'm ho- I'm like trying to pin all my hopes on the Champions League to be honest, because I know we're not playing well, but I just feel like a different competition and a different style of footy against Real Madrid. That's gonna be that's gonna be massive. Like the the first leg of that in um on the, on the 21st of February, we've got the second leg on the 15th of March. That's something coming up that we can look forward to and have a bit of a change from um. The norm because Arsenal, as as good as they're doing in the Premier League, they've got the fucking Europa League coming back soon. So that's, they're going to be like, that's like a bit of like, a, oh, bloody hell, like, why are we playing Europa League when we're, we're doing so well in the league? But they'll probably yeah, exactly. smack the Europa League as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. But uh, you know, I I was quite happy with uh, obviously Arsenal winning against uh, Man United because it's Man United losing is always nice. Uh, but also, like I like I mentioned before, I'm just one of them who don't mind if Arsenal would come like a season like this and go and win it. So Man City doesn't, you know, just continue to buy their trophies, uh, if you like, because that's that's how I see it anyway. You know, in the long term, people are talking about where what they have spent like the last just few seasons. It's you know, uh, in comparison to Liverpool, and it's, it's quite the same or even less or whatever. But you know, since they were taken over and all the money they actually put into to that team. Uh, Whatever, but I just, I just think it's nice to see that you know Arsenal doing what we did at the moment, like they actually challenged for the league properly, and is now you know on the verge of going, you know, um, 
at the top to actually be it, it's there to lose now and that will be some pressure as well but you know I just think it's nice to see a team that actually challenge in a in a proper way yes they spent loads of money on their players as well like last season stuff and people were questioning Arteta because he didn't do well but they gave him time and at the moment they are playing great football and are really really good so it's nice to see that it's not only Man City because of what they bought through the years you know because they have like two teams to to choose from you know quality quality wise they are world class in every position it's just nice to see that yeah you know it it can be done the way we have done it, but, you know, from another team as well. So I wish it was Liverpool, but, you know, it can't be at the top all the time. And um, I'd rather you see someone else come and go and win it instead of just being used to see City go and win every year because of what they're doing. So, Yeah, well, they're, they're absolutely smashing the halfway point with 50 points. Like, it's pretty yeah. pretty amazing stuff. And, yeah, I kept thinking like, is 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 the next game the one where they fall off the edge of a cliff? But like Klopp mentioned, like they've had, they obviously got Jesus injured. Um, but in terms of like, they've got a set, they've got a set ten or eleven like that play pretty much every game, or maybe like a solid twelve or thirteen who people can come in for. But in terms of like, they've got a setup and they, they just stick to it, and that's kind of what we've done in the past with like players yeah. just interchanging like Matip and Gomez and. Bring Simicast in for Robbo, just little changes where the quality doesn't drop as much, yeah. but you can still, but yeah, you, still do the same thing. Yeah, but you can you can imagine also like you, you it might not be you know the case, but you imagine if like Erdegaard got injured like uh, you know out for like a month, and then you had like Saka. someone like yeah, and like Partey got injured for like a month or whatever at the same time, kind of you got these you know key players actually injured and gone. Uh, it could affect, you know, a team like injury injuries have affected us. I don't just say it as an excuse. I just mean that, you know, obviously with Diaz and Jota, like you mentioned, they are both, you know, players who can, you know, um, be creative, score goals and just cause the opposition troubles. And uh, that's the thing. If you take like two, three key players out of a team uh, that is constantly playing and, you know, being on a high level, then there will be some effect and that could happen to Arsenal as well. But, you know, as long as they are a little bit lucky with no injuries, even if they got like Jesus out and that. So, you know, that they might just go on and actually be really, really good and go and win it quite easily in the end if they continue to play like this. Because City, to be honest, they haven't, they have Haaland who scores all the time, but they haven't been as consistent as they've been, you know, the last couple of seasons, which is shit as well. Now when we've been oh, yeah. bad, they are not as, as good as they usually be. So, yeah, it's just the way, the way it is. Like fucking putting up like ninety plus for um like three seasons and like City just pipping us and in the yeah. season that where we're taking a dive they decide to as well it's just it's just weird the way that it works like it's just fucking really really frustrating because if that was us five points clear with a game in hand could potentially be eight points fucking hell we'd be in dreamland yeah. right now we yeah. really would so fair play to Arsenal because I know a few good Arsenal lads in the sound so fair play to them and yeah. It's nice to see them. Nice to see them. Nice to see Man United and live and um, Arsenal as a like a, as a game you want to watch as well. Like yesterday, I watched it. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's going to be a good game. Two good exactly. teams, and but then it makes you watching and you're like, this. You re, you make, makes you realize how much we've dropped off the pace as well. Which yeah. you're like, oh fuck's sake. <laughs> which is not good. It's not good. Um, but that that might be the shortest like amount of time we've actually talked about the game, apart from maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. Uh, and we added five playing. minutes on Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might, as, we might as well. We might as well talk, like dream of us being that good again. Uh, yeah, which I'm convinced we will. Just need to we need to sort quite a lot of th- quite a lot of things out, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I think we'll I think we'll leave it there. I'll give another shout out for the Caragapod because if you haven't listened to that one yet, um, then go over and have a have a listen. Talk about Nunes and Klopp and Neville, 
all kinds of stuff. Liverpool, Chelsea, um, Sky Sports, CBS, all kinds of different stuff. So if you want to go and have a listen, then please do. Um, I'm trying to think when we'll be doing a, a Brighton a Brighton preview. Uh, it's on Sunday, so maybe Friday. Friday. Maybe. Friday. Yeah. So yeah, we're back on. I'm away at work. Like I'm in Stockholm with work for two days, Wednesday, Thursday, so I won't be available then. And tomorrow is too early, so Friday sounds like a proper good uh, opportunity to have a Brighton preview. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and I'm not going to say anything confirmed, but we might have something exciting as well coming up. Maybe the beginning of March or beginning of April. Um, might be doing like a little show in in Sweden, um, but we Woo-hoo. haven't got. We haven't got full details yet, but once we do, um, it might, I mean, it it might just completely fail the whole plan. But if if it doesn't and it and it gets some good, and we get some good good interest, then we'll release some information about it. So if we've got any listeners in Sweden or whatever, then yeah, um, be nice to see people or people who just fancy a trip over to Sweden to see me and Christian have a bevy with us. That'll be good. Uh, but yeah, go and watch it. Go and listen to the Carragher pods. Go over to Jack Design as well. JackDesign.uk forward slash shop and enter the code COP10 and get yourself 10% off the goodies over there. And yeah, Liverpool continue to not be that good, but we're still here. We're still talking. We're still trying to be happy. <laughs> we're still... Yeah. Maybe drinking too much of cu- cu- cups of coffee to try and keep us awake because Liverpool are giving us sleepless nights. But I had a few whiskies. Do? I had a few whiskies during the week because I needed it because I was given a, a bottle of whiskey from uh, Evelina, my partner, uh, for Christmas. So I thought, like, let's open that now after that game. I just felt like, or even during the game, but I felt like I need it now. So yeah, probably continue to have a bit of a sip from the whiskey, but not from the bottle, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It might turn yeah. out to be that way uh, in the end. But yeah, driving us to drink, like an L, fucking L Reds. Yeah. Come on, sort us yes. out. We want to be, we want to be doing celebratory drinks, not not drinking to numbers because Liverpool are being shit. So exactly. ideally, if you can sort that out, Reds, that'll be boss. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back on Friday then to do a Brighton, and then yeah, look, just looking forward. Like f- f- games coming up should be interesting with Wolves and Everton and Newcastle, Real Madrid, Palace, Man United, loads of games coming up. So we'll be here every step of the way with you to hopefully be positive about Liverpool and talk about some good wins and whatever else. But we do appreciate all the support we've had 2023 as in terms of numbers and stuff. It's been really good for us. So we've, we appreciate everyone listening. So please continue to do so. Uh, we really appreciate everyone. And yeah, nice one, Christian, as well. And um, we'll see you all very, very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.